From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, January 14th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio Supreme Court this morning struck down the state's newly drawn congressional district map, saying Republicans violated the Ohio Constitution by drawing districts that overwhelmingly favored GOP candidates. The decision comes just days after the high court made a similar ruling concerning the map of the state's House and Senate districts. Ohio Supreme Court Chief Justice Maureen O'Connor was once again a key vote in the 4-3 decision to reject the map, which would have given Republicans a 12-3 district advantage in a state that only leans Republicans. Ohio lawmakers will be sent back to the drawing board to craft a new map within 30 days. If they can't find a solution, the Ohio Redistricting Commission will have 30 days to do so. A significant rewrite of Ohio's election laws that includes both new restrictions on voting and some added conveniences supported by voting rights advocates will not be ready for the spring primary. ONN's Dave James explains. Sponsoring Republican State Representative Bill Seitz of Cincinnati says Ohio Republican Party Chair Bob Paducek raised concerns about the security of allowing absentee ballots to be requested online. Paducek was a senior advisor to former President Donald Trump's re-election campaign. Seitz says Republican Secretary of State Frank LaRose has attempted to address the chairman's concerns, but associated delays now mean the bill will not be considered again until after the May primary. Dave James, ONN News. A group involved in the riot at the U.S. Capitol last year that includes a woman from West Central Ohio is accused of more serious crimes. Tracy Townsend reports. Investigators are charging the militia known as the Oath Keepers with seditious conspiracy. Their leader, Stuart Rhodes, is indicted along with 10 other members. These are the first seditious conspiracy charges in the January 6th investigation. The charge carries a maximum 20-year prison sentence. I'm Tracy Townsend. 39-year-old Jessica Watkins of Woodstock, located between Marysville and Urbana, is among those charged. The U.S. Supreme Court yesterday partially struck down President Joe Biden's federal COVID-19 vaccine or test mandate. Andrew Kinsey reports. Large businesses will not be required to mandate employees to get vaccinated or tested weekly. However, the vaccine mandate for certain health care workers remains in place. We talked with Ohio Chamber of Commerce President Steve Stivers about this decision. Well, we're excited that uh, businesses won't have to spend money comply with a, a requirement that may in a week or a month be determined to be unconstitutional. I'm Andrew Kinsey. At a hospital in Columbus, Dr. Daniel Bachman is saluting Ohio soldiers for the help they're providing as the pandemic creates stress on medical facilities. More from Yolanda Harris. Those at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center say the National Guard is a big help in more than one way. And it's just really a morale boost to have them there. You know, as everyone knows, this has been a long Uh, pandemic that we've been dealing with. And so that impact can't be understated. Right now, there are about 2,300 National Guard members helping in hospitals around the state. I'm Yolanda Harris. An Ohio National Guardsman from northwest of Dayton is among those who have been deployed to St. Vincent Medical Center in Toledo during the pandemic. Amanda Fay has the story. Specialist Micah Thorpe came to Mercy St. V's on December 22nd, spending the holidays away from his family in Greenville, Ohio. He's prepared for just about anything. My job in the military is dealing with chemicals, so being able to suit up to go into rooms and everything else is not something that I'm not familiar with. He and his team have been working to clean 
clean the hospital. Everything from taking out trash to sanitizing elevators, whatever needs to be done. We're Ohioans helping Ohioans. We're all in this together. Amanda Fay reporting in Central Toledo. The Lucas County Sheriff says a mother has admitted to stabbing two of her children at their home in Toledo yesterday. The children are seven and eight years old. The sheriff says both children are seriously hurt. The mother is 28 years old. It's, it's really bad. Uh, the, the, what, what the officers witnessed when they walked in that house was pretty horrific. The mother is in custody and law enforcement say they plan to interview her. No formal charges have been filed. The Ohio prison system says it will deploy more than 5,000 body cameras by May in all state prisons and adult parole authority offices. Dave James reports. The director of the Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction says the state has signed a contract with Arizona-based Axon for the cameras. Axon says Ohio was the first state to deploy body-worn cameras system-wide in its prisons, and it says its program is the largest of any corrections department globally. Ohio's prison system says the cameras are another tool for the agency to help protect staff members and inmates. Dave James, in News. Student loan company Navient agreed yesterday to a nearly $2 billion settlement with 39 state attorneys general, including Ohio's, over predatory business practices. Andrew Kinsey explains. If you have a student loan from Navient between 2009 and 2017, you could get $260 from the settlement or even have your loan canceled altogether. This is a big win for Ohioans who uh, were mistreated by this company. And it sends a message that uh, just because you're large and you have power doesn't mean that you don't have to play fair in the marketplace. Now, if you think you may be impacted, you don't need to do anything. You'll either get a check in the mail in the spring or be contacted by the company later this year. I'm Andrew Kinsey. The U.S. Transportation Department is launching a $27 billion program to repair and upgrade bridges as part of the infrastructure law approved in November. Here's Angela Ann. The program is expected to help repair roughly 15,000 highway bridges. The outdated Brent Spence Bridge that carries Interstates 71 and 75 over the Ohio River from Cincinnati into Kentucky has long been considered a high priority. The president is speaking today about progress being made in implementing the $1 trillion infrastructure package in the two months since he signed it into law. Angela Ann, ONN News. And the federal government is moving forward with a plan to let teenagers drive big rigs from state to state in a test program. Currently, truckers who cross state lines must be at least 21 years old, but an apprenticeship program required by Congress to help ease supply chain backlogs would allow for 18 to 20-year-old truckers. The government says the teens must have good driving records and companies with excellent safety histories would run the program. Safety advocates argue that younger drivers get into more crashes than older ones. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.